Hello and welcome to another instalment of our occasional podcast called I Wish I Hadn't. I'm Dave Hill. And I'm John Wyatt. As you can tell from our names, David and Jonathan, we were born in the 1950s, so we've had many years to accumulate embarrassing moments which we now feel happy to share. The dictionary defines regret as a sorrowful remembrance, a sense of loss. But we're not in the business of sorrow and loss here. We're dealing with those things in life that we might wish had been otherwise, but which we're now prepared to own up to. Today we rummage through the office waste bin to expose the low points of our work and career histories. Now then, I have only done four full-time jobs in my life, and you have technically only done one, haven't you, really? This is true. This is very true. Yes. Lots of yeah. different different aspects of your job, but... Um, you know, I mean, I, I, guess, I guess one of the obvious things to start is what is the worst job you've ever had? Yes. I've got I, that's. I mean, I'm quite happy to start on that, John, because the, I, I have two contenders for that. Okay. Um, the first one uh, was took place uh, when we were just about to leave school um, and took place at Melplash Court Farm where, if you recall, I had to work in an industrial-sized grain dryer. Yes. And the grain dryer was incredibly noisy, incredibly, well, not dirty, but dusty. Um, and I had to wear a mask all the time and uh, set, set this sort of jet engine off that dried the grain that could take it to be um, processed elsewhere. And it got up your nose it got in your ears it got in your throat mm-hmm. uh, there's nothing you could do about it, even with a mask on and of course the masks in those days were like a little silver foil thing with a, with a, with a pad at the back nothing nothing in industrial size at all and i'd be in there for about eight hours uh, <laughs> just breathing this in um and it was horrendous before i actually started drying the grain of course i had to clear out these massive bins that they stored it in which over the winter had become the home of about probably each one had probably had about 30 different mice in it in their nests mm. and they had to be sort of moved um swept out of the, the little door at the bottom squirt, uh, screaming around your legs and squawking which was quite horrendous at the time it was a bit like a horror story really mm. um it sounds like- so that was the first one con- contender which i think you you'll agree is fairly high in the, in the stakes. Definitely, yes. Um, the second one was when I was at college and I got an evening job, uh, basically cleaning toilets <laughs> in a print in a print works. And the print works, obviously, you had ink all up the walls and everything that had to be cleaned, as well as the, should we say, less than hygienically sound toilets. And they mixed together, basically. Mm-hmm. So... It was a what you might call inky shit. Nice. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was horrendous. So those two are my 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 sort of contenders for the worst job I ever had, I would say. I think the worst one I ever did was working in a plastics factory again when I was a student. Um and I only did it for six weeks. Um and um it was a shift work. So you did an eight hour shift and it, it cycled. So um, you know, I I you did um, I don't know, eight till um, four one one week, four till ten, and then ten 
10 till 8 or something like that, you know. Mm. And um, we were producing inserts for Waddington's Games um, and tomato trays. And as they came with this sort of heated <laughs> roller along sheets of plastic, you lifted them into a box and sealed up the box. Every time you lifted one of the pieces of plastic off the roller, you got a mild electric shock. <laughs> so for eight hours, you were having a series of... <laughs> And it was in Ely in Cambridgeshire, and, and the people who worked there um, were from the Fens. So, of course, they all had six fingers, as we know. Um, but one of them, the one, one of the guys I worked with, just whistled nonstop for eight hours, which I could, I could have killed him at the end of that. Um, and then I ended up just doing doing night work, which was um, which was which paid the most. But it was a pretty grim job. I mean, it was, you know, mm. but it paid money. So, you know, in those days, you didn't worry too much, did you? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. First job I ever had, I was sacked from. Um, it's the only, oh, right, okay. only time I've ever been sacked. I was about 12. Um, and uh, it was the the um, report arms in, in West Bay. Uh, mm. Put arms. Anyway, you know the one one near the beach, and yes. uh, me and a friend had to pile up the used bottles after that had been used in the pub the night before, put them in crates and store them yes. in, in this beer locker. And uh, we did this for for several months, and then eventually the publican said, "I'm going to have to let you go, boys, because you're stacking the the crates too high for the draymen." <laughs> right. So we were twelve. Um, <laughs> They didn't, didn't think of asking you to just stack them a bit shorter or anything like that then. Well, maybe there was something else to it. I don't know. But... <laughs> it sounds a bit suspicious to me, I have to say. It is, isn't it, really? Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, I mean, obviously your main career, you, you were successful and and, uh, and had a... It was, yes, it was it was a long and varied career in, in, in teaching. I have to say that um, one of the things that I've worked out over the years is that as far as uh, education establishments is concerned or are concerned, I was actually a bit of a Jonah because uh, when I look back at the various places I've worked, right from when I started teaching practice, right until the end of my career, really my full-time career, uh, each each building has subsequently been knocked down and is either now housing or supermarkets. Um, and and it, 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 I, can, I can trace all of them. And, and it comes a point when you think to yourself, is it me? So is it me that's the one that's caused this to happen? No I don't building. think it is, but uh, they've all sort of uh, become, yeah, just, just, just uh, the bulldozers moved in, knocked them all down. Um, and they've ceased to exist. So, so you know, at the end of the day, my, my the mark I left on those places is, is now gone. It's the opposite of having a blue plaque, isn't it? You know, Dave. It is really, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. why we've demolished it. You know, uh, we don't yes, have yeah. the taint of Dave Hill to to remain with this building. Yeah, David Hill worked here in years underneath it, and uh, you know, gone. And forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, now that you and I are both retired, I mean, I, I um, and both loving it. I, I think mm. things I, I would say that I wish I hadn't um, had in during my my career was boredom. Because mm. I was, I, I got bored at work. I'm never bored in my own time. 
no. I was kind of paid for being bored, which seems sort of like an okay deal, you know, but I was always rather resentful in, in, in all the jobs I did that uh, it, it had its boring moments. And I would think to myself, I wish I wasn't doing this. I wish I hadn't got this job. Um, although I did some fairly interesting jobs, you know, having said that. Mm. But then but then career, I mean, as I've often said to people, career can also be defined um, as a headlong rush towards destruction, can't it? Your career mm. towards, you know, so it can have two meanings. Um, but I can think of another thing that I also wish I hadn't done, because when I, I ran the post office, there were security issues. Um, I had two brokers. Yes. Um, and, of course, we had an alarm system. And that was one of the things that I would really dread that the in the middle of the night you get a stormy night my phone would ring in my bedroom and it would be the police saying the alarm's gone off at the property you need to attend you know so I would then have to drive over there in the dark sometimes take the dog with me I would open the door of the post office put the dog in there thinking you know little <laughs> dog is probably going to lick them to death but <laughs> it was usually um a spider across the you know motion sensor or yeah, yeah. it was never it was never anything nasty it was a, an unpleasant thing to have to do at sort of three in the morning though so I wish I could yes. do that but yeah. One of the things that uh, it, it's reminded me of, saying that things I wish I hadn't done, uh, actually from my main career, is that one of the schools I used to teach at, um, I ran the football team and I had, uh, in those days, I had a, a moped, which uh, could not um, go any faster than about 30 miles an hour, basically. And, I, and because I wasn't driving a car at the time, I used to take this, uh, probably on about a 12 or 13 mile journey to the school I taught at and, and same going back. Uh, and because it was a small school, uh, I used to have the responsibility of, of watching the, the football kit for the team. And it, it was always stored in this sort of hold all, uh, big plastic, plastic faux leather type hold all, the socks, the shorts and the shirts when they've been used. And I used to put them with sort of bungees on the back of the moped. Uh, and, and then ride it home to, to watch it and bring it back. And the one time I had to go, I, had to, I always had to drive a, across a long straight road that went across the front of a reservoir between um, the Black Country and Birmingham, where I was living. And I obviously hadn't done up the zip very well one day because as I was driving across, I was, I was aware that the, the moped was suddenly feeling a little bit lighter. And, and easier to steer and so I stopped and I looked back and literally strewn in a line almost like a paper chase across this along this road were these shirts socks shorts that had all flown out of the back of the of the hold door and actually uh, you know deposited themselves on the road so I then had to go all the way back to pick them all up one by one stopping at each one to pick them up because they were all sort of strewn out um, which led to quite a bit of unpleasant language from myself as I as I was doing it because it was also by that time raining so it was one of those moments all ended up in the reservoir which would have saved you the job of washing them really wouldn't it it would have done yeah but unfortunately it didn't unfortunately because that was the most that was the moment that where I, I wish I hadn't uh, driven along the, the road next to it where um a, a driver turned across me and um and, and basically crashed into me and uh wrote off the moped and put me uh had to, had to go to a and e for it and um 
the, the beauty of the story is that um, uh, this this chap turned across me, didn't see me, obviously, so it was completely his fault. When the the motorcycle policeman arrived on his huge machine to to question the chap about what had happened, mm-hmm. the, uh, the 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 chap who was driving said, "Well, he said this this chap on the moped, he said." He was he was coming hell for leather down this road. He must have been doing sixty, uh, and he was too fast. And of course, he came on, on me too quickly. And the motorcycle policeman literally roared with laughter. And he said, "Mate," he said, "You realise this machine couldn't do sixty downhill with the wind behind it in a hurricane." <laughs> so basically, uh, he the the chap the chap was actually I think he was actually prosecuted in the end because he you know mm. driving without care and attention. So, um, but it, I, I can always remember this chap roaring with laughter and saying, I don't think so, mate. I really don't. <laughs> How about work colleagues? Have you ever had any problematic work colleagues? No, I've had, I've had, I've had colleagues I didn't particularly get on with. Um, yeah, it's inevitable. Being, really. being in teaching, you, you really didn't have to mix with them too much because they were, they were rarely, uh, in the same place as you, unless it was a break time or before or after school. Yeah. Um, and if there was someone you really, really didn't want to be anywhere near during the, um, shall we say, you know, the the, the lunch break, uh, you you could always have your lunch in your classroom anyway. So it, yeah. it, it, it never really sort of raised its heads for me. No, I, yeah. I think you know, generally speaking, you and I find it fairly easy to get on with most people don't you I mean, uh, mm. you know that is one of the problems with work if you do have to work i mean as i've done in offices then you know you are brought sort of face to face with people sometimes that you don't get on very well with i mean i, mm. I the, the i tell you I'm, not that i'd wish i hadn't worked with him really but it was it was quite amusing i mean he was the most miserable man that i've ever known he was mm. he had a, a you know i mean every every silver cloud had a had a dark dark lining and so as he used to come in in the morning um and 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 greet me i I thought to myself what i'm going to do is i'm going to try and get a positive comment out of him today (laughs) it was like a challenge really to try and make him say something upbeat so i i came i was in first in the office on a very fine summer's morning beautiful summer's day and um sun shining out so lovely and warm and, and he came into the office and I said morning it's a beautiful day isn't it thinking that he couldn't possibly disagree with that he would have to say yes you know you, you couldn't say anything. and he looked at me and he said they give it to rain later <laughs> it was it was just his inevitable <laughs> on anything he just couldn't be positive so um yeah he was a little bit dour to work with yeah, yeah. Got on, okay. Of course, I mean, of course, there are, there were being uh, in a sort of a, you know, a, a sort of a, a profession where you mix with the same people, same people every day, and in, in a primary, in primary schools and secondary schools, um, uh, there were people who, uh, should we say, I wish I hadn't had a relationship with, because that made it quite uh, difficult when uh, said relationship finished. Okay, uh, still being in the same building and still being in the same place so you know there, there were uh, not many but a couple of occasions where um relationships finished and, and then i felt i had to sometimes avoid the staff room or um, or stay well away from the, the corridor down that which that person might work so uh, yeah that, yeah i never really had that problem because i mean when i worked in 
IPC, which you came up to a few times, didn't you? Mm. I mean, full of young people, all, all the same age, all, you know, early 20s, lots of very attractive people. But then I was very married at the time, so it wasn't really. Yes. I mean, there was a, he was in a hotbed of, of affairs and people, you know, nobbing off with other people all the time. Yeah. Plenty of office gossip. Um, but <laughs> I was never the source of any of it, I don't think. So, no, no. Um, yeah, so that really wasn't an issue. And that was, that was fun. I mean, it is fun. You know, I've, I've worked pretty much on my own for large parts of my life and, and then uh, and then with with other people. So um, mm. it can be fun. I can imagine working from home must be quite difficult because you've missed the banter of of office life. Wouldn't you? Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. One thing one thing I, I, I meant to say as well is that, you know, with um, although. My, my own teaching career didn't have that many sort of, oh, which I hadn't. So there were a couple of things from the, uh, from what they used to call, what they now call the nighttime economy, where I almost wish I hadn't. And uh, uh, I used to work uh, for probably for about uh, three or four months. I worked evenings as well as teaching, but the, the evenings were spent in a, a nightclub in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Now I wasn't, I wasn't pole dancing or anything like that, as you can well imagine. I was, I, I was actually working behind the bar. Um, but, <laughs> but the 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 club was run by, uh, should, should we say, a, a fairly notorious family in 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 Birmingham, uh, a very quite a famous club. And if you were working behind the bar, you sometimes were were designated to be the family's gopher basically mm-hmm. and they because they would all come in most nights and sit at one end of the bar and, and wine and stuff and you know have keep their eye on what was going on in the club making sure it was okay but they always had a, a gopher to whose whose job that night was lit, not to actually serve anybody else but to just stand behind the bar near them waiting for a, a signal to to get them another bottle of wine mm-hmm. and and that was not the you know not the nicest uh, situation to be in because at the same time one of their sort of subordinates would be sitting at the very end of the bar watching the till because mm. this was the, this was the days of you know the old uh, the, the key tills where you you were given money and you you worked out in your head it wasn't on the till yeah. how much change to give and, and give it back to the person and they had someone watching the till making sure. That there was no, shall we say, you know, um, uh, riding the till going on. Yeah. And at the same time, I remember one of the the girls I worked with taught me how to ride the till, you know, successfully and create, shall we say, a bit more than the pay I was getting. Um, I she, she taught me how to do it on a, on a, in a quiet moment about you know giving all about, about the change you gave and stuff and, and money highly illegal obviously but i was never brave enough to do it i knew people were doing it and i thought there's a there's a bloke watching the family are in they have a reputation Mm. that should you be caught doing it you probably wouldn't um walk away without some bruises of some sort and so i i never but i always it's one of these things where whenever i was giving change i was absolutely petrified that i would give the wrong amount yeah you know, by mistake, yeah. and 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 I and it was it was almost a case of in the end, I wish I hadn't worked there because it was I was terrified most of the nights I was there. Were you but, um, just because you you didn't make enough money in your in your normal 
you know, teaching job. No, I, I was, it was, teaching was, was as now, not particularly well paid, I have to say. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I tended to spend it if I, if I burnt it anyway, so mm. I was one, able to uh, There was one back up. that you and I did together, wasn't there, at uh, the mm. Cafe in West Bay, apparently. I mean, I'd, I'd forgotten this. I, when, yeah. I don't know whether you <laughs> yes. did it as a regular thing or just as a kind of a guest because you were staying at my place. I, I, was, a, I was a guest because I was staying at your house, I seem to recall, and, and you were doing this on a reasonably regular basis and uh, working. working in the kitchen, doing doing some sort of uh, menial tasks in the kitchen. Mainly cooking potatoes, wasn't it? In the sort of um, yeah. potato. In a machine. In a machine, yeah. that's right. You put them in and it kind of like sandpaper all around the sides and it turned them over. Yeah, a strange job yeah. one does, doesn't one, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think um, if the genie uh, is back and... Uh, available um you've well the genie um yeah i mean so I, I think the genie's been on holiday for the last uh, you've got few weeks but things that you, the genie could remove from your career then hasn't it haven't you i mean which is going to be the one the one that you're going to want him to, to i to be honest i actually think not, not so much my career but i would really like him to remove the toilet cleaning in the print works because it's it's I mean, I, I could say it's left an indelible stain on my memory because uh, <laughs> it was a print works and it was really, really unpleasant. Yeah. I mean, it was literally just a, one of those things where I did it for a few weeks and then thought, I can't, I just can't do this anymore. No. It was horrendous. No, yeah. not so, so thank you, Jeannie. Please take that with you. That'd be great. I think for me, I mean, like the, the plastics factory, you know, the constant electric shocks. I mean, that, that wasn't great, but on the other <laughs> hand, it was only six weeks. Um, I think actually, it, I, I really wish I hadn't had the security concerns at the post office. You know, the, the get, yeah. that that was unpleasant actually. Um, you know, it's hard to make make fun of that, and I, I think I could have done without that in my life. The sort of mm -hmm. so I think I'd like the genie to, to take on, you know, to let me sleep soundly through the night and uh, not yes. things like that. Yeah, I, I think if there's if there's any bonus genie work to be done. I think it would be quite nice if at least one of the schools I used to work in was still standing and still a school. Of course. Unfortunately, you know, because they're not at the moment. And it'd be rather nice to sort of turn a corner and, and look at one and say, oh, I used to work there and it's still standing. But just think of all those children all through the years, David. <laughs> think back and think, oh, that Mr. Hill, what a legend. I wouldn't be the person <laughs> I am today without Mr. Hill. That's your testament, <laughs> isn't it? Really, you don't need a blue well, on the wall. I hope so. As long as, as long as the inference isn't, huh? I wouldn't have been the person I am today without Mister Hill. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it would be like that, Dave. I'm sure it's, it's no, no, positive. No. Unlike the guy I worked with, you can put a positive spin on it, can't? You? <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, well, I think we've covered work and career quite reasonably there, John. It's a starter, yeah. I'm sure they'll be <laughs> yeah. coming back to on another occasion, but uh, that'll do for today, I think, yeah. Hmm.